2: so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The
0: share it with a friend deal. Even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's,
1: your rules.
2: Welcome to the Cottage Talk post-match show. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me is Max Cohen in the top right corner and in the bottom square, Janis Janais. Giannis, <laughs> Max, how are you guys doing? Listen, we have a lot to talk about in our post-match show. We did a full-time show, me and Emilio did that right after the match. And let's just say we were both extremely upset, and it came off that way. I've had a few days to calm down since then. Some of the results have, believe it or not, gone Fulham's way, so maybe I'm calming down a little bit, but I'm still upset. So we have a lot to talk about, and let's get going, guys. And if you're watching this live on uh, Cottage Talk Facebook page, please feel free to share a comment with us. We might get to it during the show, and I hope people – are watching us live. We already have a few people watching us live, guys. So first, before we do anything else, let me bring back to the show, Max, Mister Cohen. How you doing? I'm doing great, Russ. I'm
3: loving uh, the new live format. I know it's gonna be a real pain for the producers to edit out. You know, Russ is uh, and, and mine and Giannis is all of our errors. It's gonna take a couple hours to do that, but you know we can't <laughs> do that now. No, the makeup the makeup it. teams been working around the clock. Um, Giannis said he's gonna get a wig. Instead, you know, I'm wrapped in the hair here. But it's, it's great to have you guys here, great to see your faces. Um, yeah, and, you know, the result was very poor, but we'll get into that later. We can have a bit of a laugh now before that. Absolutely. Mr.
2: Janaeus, how are you doing? It's been a while since uh, we've all got together, and I thought it would be great to start doing Cottage Talk, the post-match show, as a video. And I just also want to mention that this will be a podcast as well. We're recording this Monday night. You'll probably see it probably later on Tuesday, but our fans can now, I'm talking about Fulham fans, can get this two different ways. But Giannis, just want to go to you. How are you doing? And I want to go to you, get your opening thoughts on this 2-0 loss on Saturday.
1: Well, mirrors around North America and Europe are shattering at the moment. (laughs) Because finally they see the faces behind the voices (laughs) and they realize it is that bad. (laughs) but it's sort of, it's the Saturday game was funny. I mean, 87, 88 minutes in, it's looking like nil, nil. And then they score that goal. And then of course I call it the cash grab, the second goal, Yep. but I wasn't, I wasn't annoyed. I was actually, I was more annoyed about the reaction online. I, I was, I was a bit ticked off with a lot of the Fulham fans and, it's one game. I mean, look, West Brom probably expected to get the get points against the Brummies. They didn't. Um, the weedies went down to, to South Wales expecting three points. They didn't. Um, so we're not really sure. We're not. Scotty not really told us any issues in terms of fitness, uh, coronavirus symptoms aftermath. So there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. But I, I thought, you know, it'd be lovely to beat the fodder, but they played well, and um, you know, we got a chance to write the ship on Saturday,
2: okay? Excellent, over to you, Max. Opening thoughts on the match on Saturday have you calmed down?
3: Yeah, I, th- I think honestly, it was helped that there are no fans in the stadium because I remember the, the the scenes after you know, Mopai had last minute equalizer in 2018 when they beat us what like 4 1 on Easter, Easter Monday, one of those years, and seeing the Brentford supporters celebrate in front of the away end pack of Brentford fans is one of the worst feelings I think you can have. So it was made a bit better that there are no away fans did to celebrate. it. So that would have been terrible, but the performance, it wasn't, te- it wasn't poor. The the two goals were just absolutely terrible defensive mishaps. And that's, that's just not good enough. And the thing that frustrated me was there's no attack in creativity. That's what gets me most frustrated. And this isn't a new situation, right? I mean, we've been saying this for months now, the only real attack we have is get the ball out wide, put it across, and hope Mitra he heads it in. That's all we had on Saturday, and, and it wasn't good. And it's not going to be good enough to win. We're not going to get automatic promotion now, and I can't see us playing like that in the playoffs. So it's less—I'm not—I'm less angry, Russ, and more not disappointed, but but you know, crestfallen because I can't see this getting any better unless there's some kind of change of tactics in the next couple weeks.
2: Okay, and that's a good point. I'm glad that you went there with the tactics. And, Giannis, I want to get your thoughts on what Max just shared because this is something that Emilio and I were talking about. Because when you look at how fluid Brentford were, and, again, I'm not fans of Brentford, but I have to give them credit for how they played. They looked dangerous, as I was saying to Claire Parrish at halftime, co-host of the show, that Fulham looked okay, looked pretty good. But every time Brentford had the ball, they looked very dangerous. Not dangerous, very dangerous. And they just looked very fluid on the ball. Fulham, as Max said, it just seemed, again, just very slow, deliberate, and get it out wide like Max said, you know, maybe cross it in. But it was just too slow for me, Giannis. And it didn't seem to to be that fluid nature that you saw from Brentford. But this is what we've seen. You know, again, maybe this is just—I hate to use the word Parker ball—is this what we're just seeing a just a just a, a continuation of Parker ball?
1: See, I'm not sure. I thought we—I thought first off we, you know, we had enough of the ball. I thought we, you know, there were some really really good spots. But Brentford looked pretty fluid. They did. Um, but 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 again, you know, I mean, eighty. I, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Eighty-seven minutes in, it's nil-nil. And I think at that time, I would have said, on the balance of play, a nil-nil draw was about right. Um, at, this, at this level, going to take up Yeah, and, and and you know, if it, what would have happened if we'd gone and nicked the winner? You know, you wouldn't get as many fans as been as, you know, they'd be they'd be they'd be really happy. I think a lot of the reaction is because it's the fodder. I mean, when I was growing up, the only thing Brentford was actually famous for was a, um, a store where you could buy carpets, Brentford nylons. And that's about the only thing I've got. But to give them credit, they were, you know, the second half was good. And, I, you know, the, I throw away the second goal because that's a, that's a break away from a corner kick. You know, yep. we've committed bodies forward. The first one. The first one, we—if we, you look at back at the replay, you could see where Tim Ream was cutting across, where he was already—he um, was just gesticulating. There was a problem. There was an overload on that on that left hand side, and um, I'm not sure. And, and that's and that's where you know where was Joe Bryan, and that so there was obviously something right. was wrong, and the cross has come in. But overall, I think you know Scotty will be disappointed with the results, but he's got to look at. I mean, there are certain. Positives coming out. Absolutely. I thought I thought I thought Reed was very very good until he oh, went I off. Um, I was really pleased um, to see Jasper come on. Um, I thought he looked, you know, for his five minutes looked lively, um, and you know, it's um, Bella looked at the game tape and and um, realised where there's, a, you know, where they got to put things right. But again, to be fair, one chance and a breakaway where we've got caught and, um, Fulham fans really shouldn't get too down about it. It's, it's uh, we could go up to Ellen road and get a result on Saturday and then everything's going to be good before we play the ha yep. But, um, Parker ball. Um, well, it is slow and deliberate, but i mean it has got us the third place. It and, has, um, you know, I mean, it seems to have done all right. um, I just think that it was, you know, first game back. There were some strange results at the weekend, and and um, we didn't create enough. I don't, I don't think we created enough, especially through the middle. Um, and I'm sure that Parker will point that out uh, when they went. They go through the the post mortem of the game tape.
2: Okay, excellent, Max. Back to you. Again, yeah. something that we talked about on the full time show. There weren't many clear cut opportunities, except for crosses into Mitro for headers, and then, of course, you had the opportunity in the first half, which we'll talk about from Bobby Dover reed Beyond that, like we're talking about, it just seemed deliberate, slow, build-up, similar to how Parker plays. There was not really much of a change, and you look at how Brentford played, and uh, Emilio, again, was disappointed because he thought this was an opportunity to take it to them. We really didn't do that. We actually let them have the ball too much. I think that was also something that I think might have been a little bit of a mistake. We let them control the play at times. We did as well, but I thought that at times we let them control the game.
3: Yeah, um, but I think everything does need to be prefaced by saying you know, it was the first match of course. in three, three months. So I think, as Giannis mentioned, there are some really surprising results in the weekend as well. You know, Leeds losing... I mean, maybe that's not surprising, but, you know, it didn't exactly go as planned. You know, the form book, it's a cliche, but the form book did, in a way, go out of the window, you know. It's essentially a new preseason, and, you know, Fulham's really big weakness is we don't start season strong. We've known that for years, so in that respect, was this surprising? Maybe not, but you're right. Brentford did not play us off the park. It was probably going to be a nil-nil match, as Yana said, until the last 10 minutes, so we are reading a lot into what happened in the last 10 minutes, but... Again, in promotion, that's what matters, right? It's when you close out matches, how you finish. And Brentford capitalized the, off a massive mistake. Our defense in that goal, we'll talk about this later, Tim Ream was playing left back. Joe Bryan was, saying, was playing center back. But Joe Bryan was marking nobody. Whereas Dennis Doyle and Hector actually both lost their men when the ball got played in. They're both free. It's just a complete breakdown across every single player in the back four. And Brentford just didn't have that all match. And actually, the one opportunity we did have that I thought was excellent um, when Deputy Reed hit the bar, that was from play up the middle. But there's so little of that. If we had more of that, we could have penetrated. We could have gone the goal. But instead of essentially every single attack, was Brian, Cross, Dmitry, header.
2: Okay, excellent. Guys, we have a comment that I'm going to share with you guys from David Perry. Okay, I'm sharing it right now. I agree with something Emilio said in the post-game talk. With Fulham being in a solid third, it seems like more risk should have been taken to try and get the full points. If the goal is automatic promotion, Fulham really needed these three points and should have taken more risks. Giannis, your thoughts on that?
1: I'm I'm going to flip this. This is going to this might this might surprise you, um, but I think, and I've never heard him say this, but I think Parker thinks Brentford might are one of the top two teams in the division. And I looked at the lineup and I looked at the approach to the game. It looked like at times we were scared to lose. And I think that's a respect piece. I, I, really, I really do. And he, he didn't play them down in the build-up. Brentford are a good side with them. We like to believe it or not. Um, the three versus six, well, then you look at the philosophy of, OK, so what happens if we go out and do a Bounds League? We go out and we lose 3 nothing. People forget, you know, we lost 3 nothing to Barnsley, We've had some odd results and we've had some brilliant results. The psycho- I don't think you can apply the psychology of going for it post-pandemic because they've not played in so long. I think it's okay. easier said than done. You can say, you, can say ah, you know, let's go out the fodders. But it's its, it's, a, it's a tough it, – it, no, I just – no. I think um, a lot of fans look at Parker. A lot of fans don't want to give the latter a chance. They, they want more experience. You don't managers, You don't become an experience, a good manager without experience. And Parker's going to learn, and he's going to learn in his own little way, and, and he's here for the long term, as he should be. Okay. So um, I think all will be forgiven if we end up top two or third to six, and we play at Wembley and we go up, right? And then people will stop getting off the bikes and moaning about Scotty. But, I, I mean, I understand that point. Yep. As a manager, I wouldn't do that. I just, Okay. I, you can't love that. You play the game. Just play the game and see what happens. Okay. And – Again, that would be a little bit out of his
2: comfort zone, honestly. No, I, I agree either. with with Emilio's take because that's what I would do, but I'm not in charge of Fulham Football Club. I'm not Scott Parker. So, Max, I want to go to you. I want to get your thoughts on this because that is something that Emilio and I talked about, and I'm glad that David brought this up because that's been something that was really upsetting Emilio, that there was an opportunity. But Giannis gives you the the flip side of that. Do you do that? just as you're coming back. And also, that's really not his persona, the way that he has brought Fulham in. And and maybe I was hoping that over these three months that we'd see a change, but we really didn't see a change. What's your view on all of this?
3: Yeah, I think just first thing I want to say is, you know, we talk about us being closer to third. When we're third, we think, you know, second place is in reach. But right now, we're seven points away from second and seven points away from seventh. We're just as likely to drop out of the playoffs as we already get automatic promotion. I think that's the kind of recalibration we need to have as supporters. I don't like that. It's not a good thing, but we're no longer chasing second. We're just as much chasing second as we are fighting for our lives to stay in the playoff positions. So it's tough now. We don't necessarily have the luxury of saying, oh, let's get second. You know, that might be factoring into Parker's thinking. And in addition, I think, I don't know, there were periods in in the first half when we did have that pressure. We did see the Boxing Brentford in. Yep. I like do think without although you know, listen, Craven College is not the most intimidating place in the world, we all know that. But without the fans, I think that did play a role. When you are on top, you have the fans standing, you feel the momentum going, right? And that might be a situation in which we could have made that pressure last longer. It wasn't the case, you know, there's no atmosphere. Okay. It is too hard. I think it is hard to read too much into into this one match. Um, and then again, we we were missing key players. Someone mentioned Abu Bukar Kamara, he's so key to this team. Wasn't in the squad, you know, no explanation for that. I mean, people can draw the conclusions, but would have been a different match if he's coming off the bench? He's even starting instead of Cabana, who I think was pretty poor. I love the guy. He had a poor match.
2: Okay. And that's going to lead me to talk about the starting 11 and the bench overall. And Giannis, I'll give you first shot at this because the first thought I have was, where's Abubakar Kamara? We still don't know. I don't know if anyone's learned what's going on with him. And I just hope he's okay, whatever he's dealing with, okay? But when I saw the starting 11 and saw Cabano, it didn't bother me. What really just uh, concerned me was, as Max said, no Kamara. So what are your thoughts on, on the starting lineup and the bench?
1: Well, there have been rumors that um, one of the players had um, had the COVID yes. virus. Yes. Um, Again, I'm going to take a different spin here. And I don't, I don't think I've spoken on cottage talk since I know there was a lot of discussion around this. Um, and this is why I got re- I got really annoyed on Saturday night because there was some criticism online about, um, Metro. Um, there's one picture that was looked a little unflattering and, uh, and yeah. people were going on saying he's put weight on. Yes. There was another one. They were criticizing Joe Bryan, um, for his defensive stuff. Um, I I I actually and I'm going to I know I'm going to get a lot of criticism for this I don't believe the, series, the season should have been restarted okay. uh, and I've, I've I've maintained that all along because to me it's all about the I mean if it's if it's unsafe for the fans to be there then it's unsafe for the players to be there and I and I think that you could have I think there's a very good argument that seeing that seeing as a number of the top leagues you know in Europe shut down that they should have been shut down for the safety. Call it a wash, call it whatever it is. So I, the fact that we've got the Fulham fans or any fans are moaning about their teams, it's like, shut up. You know, you, these look at the seriousness of what's happened in the UK and the yeah. fact that this football is a miracle. And so I think I think the players deserve a lot more respect than than criticising performances when really they've just come from being locked down with their families and looking after loved ones during what was a terrible virus. That being said, uh, lineup, yep, um, no complaint. Um, I think the, uh, obviously the the, the the surpriser was Cabana, and, um, and what are Bubu your thoughts Lop. on that? Well, I think that's COVID. I think it's COVID related. I, 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 I they won't admit it. I think that's what it is. And Scotty would have looked at the um, in the absence of preseason games, he would have looked at how they looked in training and who looked the sharpest. So. Although he's not had much of a looking uh, this season, except in subs roles, he's probably said, "Okay, this lad's come back in good shape. He's earned his right to start, and I'm good with that." As if it's good enough for Scott, it's good enough for me. If he's if he thinks that other players haven't come back back in the best shape, you can't bring him into games like this because you're just going to you're just going to add to injuries. Okay. And hence, you see what happened with with um with with Reed. Yes, um, coming off of know, an injury. Yeah, because fans went on. Oh dear! It's yeah, it's a little girl. You substituted Reed. Well, if you noticed the corner kick before, as soon as the corner was complete, you could see that he had a knock. Absolutely. And Scott, and Scott he could took him straight off. Again, yeah. the fans are not watching that. So there's there are many permutations. The eleven was fine. The bench good to see Maxime Lamarche on back. He's been it's been a long, long time. And of course, the lad Jasper. Yes. Um, which was I thought was super. Um, you might see a few of these p- players feature up at Leeds, um, but as you know, the, 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 when does the head coach? And you know, you know, coming from the you know the Belichick um, you know region, you will know that head coach is more often than not a very sly when it comes to withholding any. Oh, Leeds absolutely! And I bet you we picked up a, a boatload, but I, th- I bet Leeds did as well. So we'll see. But um, the lineup was okay. The only surprise being, of course, Cabana.
2: Okay. It's funny that you said that, Giannis. And I actually tweeted to Tony Khan about this because it almost seems like he's taken as a organization, as a club, the Patriots have, I guess you could say Fulham have morphed a little bit into what the Patriots are, where they don't share anything. They don't share any injuries. They keep it very close. And I know this for a fact that Tony Khan is actually friends with Bill Belichick. So I'm, it wouldn't shock me if he didn't take away some of his philosophies. And it it in a way, I understand it because it's about the thoughts about not giving another club a competitive advantage. But we've talked about this. As a fan, I would like to at least know what's going on with these players. But they yeah. ta- they've taken it the, the other way. They've taken it the Belichick way. I'm not sharing anything unless I have to. And we still don't know about Abubakar Kamara, which is – uh. Disappointing to me. Uh, I understand why Belichick and now that Fulham do it, it doesn't mean I have to like it. And I don't like it, honestly, as a yeah. fan.
3: Yeah.
2: Max, your thoughts on all this and uh, your thoughts on uh, on the team on
3: Saturday? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was Jasper making his debut. I thought that's really positive for the club. Um, you know, Sandsfield made his debut as well earlier this season and yeah. love keeping up the, the legacy of bringing young players from the academy. That's superb. Yeah, I think – Kamara was 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 the big omission, and the Reed was the big uh, welcoming back. I mean, he's, yes. he hasn't played. I was there the last match in uh, New Year's Day. That was the last time he played for us. So what? At six six and a half months he hasn't been on the football pitch. And I thought he was superb. I thought he's that, that pass he played the Decker over Reed um, in the first half. I was I think I was one of the best moments of the match from a full perspective. And he showed exactly what he can do with his tenacity and the tackle. I remember one sequence he was on the floor for a couple seconds. And still won the ball and dribbled away from people. He's so key to our midfield, so I'm happy he's back. I cannot echo enough what Giannis said about the fans getting on Parker for subbing Reed. It was obvious he had an injury; he was hobbling. It, it was it wasn't, that wasn't I tactical, that. and yeah. of course, no one in, no one here would want to take off Reed after that performance, but he had to because he was injured. Um, so I think that's a case of fans who already the preconceived notion is they dislike Parker and they interpret every event to further that, and that's that's a bit disappointing. Okay. All in all, the, the lineup the lineup is good, but what? you can't really start Cabano, in my opinion, if you're a serious promotion challenging team. And I, I don't know if I remember correctly, but I'm pretty sure he started the away match against Brentford in December, and we also lost that match. I don't know if the, he he's did, just he a Brentford player. No. So he's That's a Brentford true.
2: special. That's true. All right, Max, and I'm going to go back to you because I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask each one of you the turning point in the match. I think the turning point in the match is Harrison Reed going off injured because I think that set up what was about to happen with Brentford and their substitutions. I, I, I want to also mention their substitutions, which were key for them. But for me, the turning point was the injury to Harrison Reed and Harry Arter having to come in and not being able to do what Harrison Reed had done all match. Max, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, that's a good one to choose. I might choose actually in the second half when the Brentford keeper – Made a an excellent save from point-blank range for Mitra. Okay. Because that was actually, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, giving Brian some stick for the crosses. That was, one of the, that was one of the best scenarios in which that game plan worked. You know, Brian put in a really nice cross to Mitra, who had the diving header. You know, either side of the keeper, that's a goal, to be fair, to Mitra. But he did well to get his head on it, but it was a great save. And that was the moment, I think, it felt, that was probably 60 or 70 minutes in. If you score there, that's the game. We didn't take advantage, and that might have given Brentford more confidence to go and win it, so I'm
2: going to choose that one. Oh, excellent! Very interesting there. How about you, Giannis? What's your turning point and thoughts on what Max shared and what I shared?
1: That was a great save by Rio. I mean, absolutely. It. And um, what about um, Mitro being offside on on the uh,
2: on uh, the sh- non-goal?
1: I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Non- on that. Yeah, I wasn't sure on that one, but you know. Um, uh, in terms of what Max just said there uh, you guys have obviously seen the brilliant Roy Keane rant uh, <laughs> yeah, Roy Keane all the time I mean, it's, you know, I could I could watch him day in, day out 24, he's so funny but if you remember the United game against Tottenham and he just launched into Dab D- De Gea and Maguire and De Gea, he said he'd, he'd have punched him he'd have, he'd have pu- you know, punched his lights out at half time and that sounds really extreme. And if you've played the game, you've had odd things where, you know, you get into fisticuffs and they change them. But it honestly, it actually reminds me, um, Max, of um, going, if you look at NFL, um, especially in big games, sometimes you, you know, a head coach will turn around and say, look, as a quarterback, I don't want you to win the game. I just don't want you to lose it. Right. And that was Roy Keane's big game um, manager the game manager and Roy Keane's point about David De Gea was those are saves you should make. Those are regulation routine saves you could make. Now I thought that was a decent save by Raya, but it's, it's in the context of the game. It's important because yes. those are the saves you don't expect to. But what, to was it up. a
2: spectacular save? No,
1: no, but it was, it was a good save, And it was, it was a safe. Yeah. Yes, it was. Now you, I, I agree with you. Um, um, Russ, Harrison Reed going off was 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 a prob a huge problem, and this is where I'm going to give a little bit of criticism to Scotty because he bought the wrong. I think he bought the wrong player on. Um, okay. Harry Art, Harry Art had been, you know, like a caged tiger. So you let him out there, and he's going to do he's going to do something stupid. And I, I I like him as a player, I do, but he's he's a, you know I mean if you're going to bring him on, uh, are you going to bring on someone who's a little bit more industrious? In which case, you bring on Stefan Johansson. Um, if you want to hold the fort, then you, you bring on um, Mac, because then, you know, he's going to steady the ship, and, you know, if we're going to get to the point, we take it. But he brought on Arta, and Arta didn't, instead of being constructive, was destructive, got the yellow card early, and that doesn't help anything, and it doesn't help any matters, and um, I'm sure his brother-in-law is not enamored with him, because that's sort of, even even though they were, at times we were under the cost the second half, I thought we yep. were fairly disciplined, but you just take some, bugger to piss people off um and then all of a sudden now um you've got an extra yard of you know inspiration what have you so i think if you'd either bought mac or steph joe on that might have steadied the ship i think art was the wrong sub um having said that uh, was the goal preventable yes but Reed had a f- superb game and i think we, it was it, we seemed to lose a lot of steam when he left the park it was a big loss
2: I totally agree, Giannis. And we're going to talk about substitutions, especially when we get to reviewing the second half, because uh, I want to talk about what Brentford did and what Fulham did. And uh, Mike Greg had an interesting tweet. I mentioned this on full-time. We'll talk about that when we talk about the second half. But, guys, we actually do have another comment from David Perry, and I'm going to share this with you guys so you can see it. Here's what David Perry just commented. Not a lot of attacking options off the bench, if I remember correctly. And Giannis, your thoughts on this? You know, again, you had the young kid, but this is where Kamara
1: was really missed. He's out, uh, and, and uh, David's absolutely right. If you look, at, if you do look at the bench, and let's look at well, let's look at uh, the fodder's bench for a second. Um, I, I was, I thought, oh, I hope to God they don't bring Marcondas on. Because he's a, he's a clever player and he, he can make things happen. He made a yeah, difference. And did he ever. Score one, create one. And you look at ours, okay, you've got Jasper Carrot there. And then you've got, who have you got? Well, so you've got Steve. So you've got defender, defender. I'm going from bottom up. Defender, defender, defender. Attacker, midfielder, 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 goalkeeper. I mean, that's your bench. And that's your bench of eight players. So you remember there were the rumors a couple of weeks ago about somebody um, had um, coronavirus. I'm, I'm, i if I'm connecting the dots, I would be very surprised if it wasn't boo-boo because okay. I'm just, I, I, it's pro and, and if it is, and you've got to think of the self-isolation symptoms and what have you, um, that's why they kept it you know, close to their chest. But uh, again, that's not enough strikers. Uh, I mean, Cabano is a is a in the death, but he's a bench player. And you look at you, you look at Brentford, and they had options all over the park. Um, and in the end of the day, it was the it was the substitutions, not so much Baptiste, um, but but obviously Marcondes yep. was made a game changer. And uh, so I, I agree with David; he's absolutely bang on. It was a, a lack of options on the bench certainly didn't help matters.
2: Totally agree. That's why I wanted to share that. All right, guys, let's get into looking at the first half and looking at the second half. Again, um, we're going to get to it, and uh, if you are watching live and you have uh, something you want to comment on, feel free to share it in the comments section. Okay, coming up, we're going to look at both halves, and we'll end with who we feel was man of the match. Okay, guys, let's get to it, and uh, I'll just read off of some key moments, and we'll stop. Let's start in, in the very beginning. I want to give uh, Brentford credit. They had a, a shot in the seventh minute that was saved by Merrick Rodak. Then in the ninth minute, we had the header from Mitro saved, and it was started from a Cabano cross. But, guys, let's stop here. Max, I'm going to give you the honors. Fourteenth minute, here's the opportunity early on. Both teams are feeling each other out. Bobby Decodova Reed, Max. <laughs> hits the well, um, frame. Yeah. If this goes in, everything is different. I know, you know, we're looking back at it, you know, but still, this to me was a major moment
3: early in this match. It's a miss. It's a it's a poor miss. And again, I, I love Bobby Decodova Reed. I think he brings so much to the team in terms of movement um and his runs. That run. The way he went into the space and just kind of took a bunch of shuffles back, creating the space in the defender. No one tracked him. That was such intelligent. That was superb. But his finishing lets him down in so many instances, and it's not new. It's It's been all season. He does the most amazing things to get into scoring positions, but so rarely do they take advantage. It cost us. You need to score those. It was a, it was a good strike, but I tend to think he just looked down at him as hard as he could. He didn't look up. He, he could have honestly taken a couple touches, gotten closer to the keeper, side foot that in the bottom corner. Very easy for me to say with, you know, twenty twenty hindsight. But again, if you're a professional footballer, Bobby, that could overread. He's so good at getting the positions, but he doesn't score nearly enough. Again, as you mentioned, few attacking options on the bench, few strikers available in the team altogether. And, and, and that hurts us because in a game of few opportunities, he, missing that one so early on set the tone. Right.
2: And that's the whole thing, Max. I'm glad that you mentioned this and we're talking about this. If Fulham were creating all these really good opportunities, then this miss is just a miss, right? It's still a miss and and it's a great opportunity, but they're just not creating enough clear cut chances. Giannis, you would agree with that, correct? I mean, again, we're looking at this opportunity. We're we're fix I'm fixating on it because how many more opportunities do we have? We'll talk in the second half. You have the headers. From Mitro, but this to me was really the opportunity in the first half for Fall.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got to do better. He's got to do better. But, you know, I, I'm a big fan, and like Max, of um, Dick overread. I, You know, the one thing I do like about him is he's consistent, whereas Knockhart and Cavallero drive me absolutely potty at times, and, and um, they should be better at this level than they are. Let me ask
2: you a question, and I'm glad that you brought them up. I'm sorry to interrupt because we're talking about them. And I mentioned this to Emilio. I want your view on this. And, again, I'm not trying to go at Scott Parker, but they're not playing to their ability. And Emilio and I want to give blame to both, say, these players and Parker. What are your thoughts on this? Is Parker not playing to their strengths enough? or is it down to the players or is it a little bit of both your view on why we're not seeing the best out of Cavalier who came off the bench but not especially
1: i'm uh, my, i blame the players for this because i think they've been uh i think they're too selfish i think they're too selfish okay. too 1v1 oriented um they don't look for enough one twos on around the box uh, their ball distribution isn't good enough they've scored a couple of spectacular goals um i think it's very very interesting that le Marchand is back because uh, one of the things I would do, and I and I'm going to get yelled for the, this, but I would I'd put I push Brian up, and I'd put him on the left, and I'd bring I'd bring a Le in a left back. Oh, we we tried put, that. where at Charlton. Come on, you sign. You know what? Um, but I'll Brian, but Brian's, you know what? But Brian is consistent in his crossing, and the thing is, to me, a Caviar and Knockout are too, mon- uh, too monodimensional. I think um, he needs uh, – there's two th- problems here. Mitro, Mitro has to get service, but he's got to get service from all angles. He right. doesn't get enough service from the middle. There's, so there's got to be more production there. There's, there had to be more from Kearney on Saturday for me. Okay, um, and there
2: really wasn't. There really wasn't,
1: no. First really time, his name, and what, with half, exactly. half, half half an hour in. It's useful. It's anonymous. Yeah, to me, it's the inconsistency that kills me with him. It is it – is, you know, I look at um, – one of our listeners on the, on this show, I know, is is, is Robbo, Robert Wilson. Yes. And um, I think of when he played back in the 80s. And the one other thing about Robbo is his passing was so bloody consistent. And um, he knew who he was playing to. He was playing obviously playing to, to Ivor and Dean up front. And he found him. And he found him usually defeat. And Kearney can't seem to be able to do that. Well, the bit of the rizzle and the razzle and the dazzle. You can't have gravy players playing wide if they're not going to do the basics. You've got to get the ball to your strikers. And if you can't, you've got to use your utilise your midfield. And if right. not, where the bloody hell are they in the first place? So with Re- the my thing about Brian is you can levy as much criticism as you, as you want about him as a full back, but the one thing we can't argue is that he's very good going forward. And yes. let's not forget Ryan Sessegnon started off as a left back, then we pushed him up. <laughs> And then we started. Yeah. No, nah, oh. I mean it's. It, yeah, I mean it's. Somewhere in Tottenham,
3: Ryan Sesson is crying. I know, I
1: comparison. know, I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> don't get me started on Ryan Sessegnon. But the consistency is an to me is an absolute killer now. And it, and yeah. it pisses me off of royal. And and I know a number of fans said, "Well, Scott, he's not getting the best. Scott, he's not getting." Have, take a look at what happens when they go on the ball in the decision making. So, okay, that's a fair point, Yannis. That's why I'm Scott, asking Scott, the question. Yeah, and Scotty yeah. can't, and Scotty he can't. He's not, he can't exactly run on the bloody field and slap him around the head. Brian Clough might have done that, but he no, but he can't. So he hit
3: the
1: Yes, that And yeah. you know, and and actually, Max, that again, um, I think that when he looks at the game tape, um, he will have a right. He'll give Harry a right roasting because he'll say, you know what. I put you on there to provide some energy, but some discipline. You didn't do it. You got yourself. We had one yellow card the whole bloody game, and it had to be you. And you just come on. You just come on the the damn field. Like yeah. that is not nope. leadership. That is that nope. especially now. So um, don't be surprised if uh doesn't get get any minutes next Saturday. He's going to be stuck back in the dugout because you've got to be disciplined. You've got that substitution change has to have that synergy. Reed yep. had played so well. And I think Scotty probably will look back. Oh, you know what? I screwed up on that one. I could have got Mac. I could have got. I've got midfield options, and I chose Harry, and it's not worked. And in the end, I got bogged. I got bollocked because of substitutions. But the wide players are oh, they? Are oh, they, they? They piss me off. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just like honestly find your men, and if you can't find your men, where's Tom? Where's Kenny? And all this? Listen, Get your it's ass a great up. Point.
2: It, it, it's actually a wonderful point because this goes to my argument that Fulham look disjointed, Max. And I think Giannis
3: is yeah. really uncovering what we're watching here. Yeah, because. If I- Go ahead. If I respond to what uh, Giannis said about Joe Bryan, even though I think that specific example is maybe taking it a bit too far, I think he's right about the underlying point, right? About the crossing. Because yes. we, we all know crossing is, is our primary attacking way. I've said that. I keep saying that. But if you look at who's doing the crossing, with the exception of Bryan, the two wingers, and this is why I think Parker does deserve a bit of blame. He's playing the wingers in inverted positions. He's playing a left-footed winger on the right wing. So when they're crossing the ball, it's always going to be an in-swing cross. And when they're crossing it, it's not at the byline. It's probably level with the 18-yard box. And I'm telling you, those are the easiest crosses for keepers and defenders to defend. Because if I'm a center back, it's everything's happening in front of me. That's my meat and that can deal with that. If I'm a keeper, more often than not, the ball is going towards me, and I can come out and claim it. And you watch our crossing, it's poor. So I agree with the honest in that Joe Bryan is one of the few players. He's a left footed player play on the left. So when he crosses, inevitably it's going to be much better quality because you know, he can get to the bottom, he can cut it back and the cross isn't always going right to the keeper's hands. So maybe it isn't the solution of putting Joe Brian up there, but it's putting a winger on the actual side, which his favorite foot is. And that's not a big switch, but it can be effective.
2: Okay. Excellent guys. We have another comment that I want to share with you. This is oh, yeah. from Mitchell Williams. Parker ball. Forward. Backwards. Out wide. Cross Mitro, Extremely predictable. Giannis, I think it's predictable. What are your thoughts on what Mitchell Williams is sharing here?
1: Mitchell's right. I, 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 Mitchell's right, but it can work if the, if the passing is quicker. And, and I think one of the the criticisms is it's very ponderous. Yes, it needs. Yes. It really needs. It really needs to speed up. But I'm gonna. You, you but, it's sort of very slow. And I, It's funny. The other day, yesterday, I was watching Everton against Liverpool. Yeah. And in the first see, half, Everton you were know, trying to do the same thing.
3: <laughs> that, was, that was a terrible no? match. That was the most to Premier
1: League match, I think, of all time. It was one of the most boring matches. I've is, seen. Isn't it funny that the commentator, mind you, look at the commentary box. Said, "Michael, I'm the most boring person ever, but I conned Newcastle into a big contract and, and admitted it later." Owen, and uh, <laughs> who was the other one? Oh, yeah, um, Steve McManaman. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, think about think about the fact that you've got the, a humongous Merseyside derby. It's a bigger game for Everton than Liverpool because the the hatred is more Everton to Liverpool than Liverpool to Everton. And your it was a poor match, but God bless. Two months ago, everybody was sitting in lockdown. I mean, we're getting some football in, and, and and some of the social media was like, and, and Michael Owen said, "I oh, was he was kind of like, shut up, you've got no credibility, you've got no credibility. You won your only Premier League with with United, lest we forget." And you're not, you know, I mean, this is the guy that basically admitted that when he went to Newcastle, he mailed a contract in. He mailed it in. Yeah. He couldn't get less. So, he, to me, he's got as much credibility as a used toilet brush. He, could You know. <laughs> um, I think I've lost my train of thought there. What I, I, I think
2: I think you went off on a tangent. You went somewhere else, Yadis.
1: Yes, I don't know what was going on there. But, I mean. You- We're talking about Parker Ball. And yes, Mitchell I mean, but I, think it, I think it works. Yeah, but Everton tried to do it in the first half, and, and Liverpool did a really, really good job in terms of pressing. But in the second half, Everton stuck to it, but they moved the ball much quicker, Okay, starting with Pickford. And I think that's really and, – and all of a sudden now, you started to see Liverpool start scrambling. And that's why I thought Liverpool – Everton were much better in the second half, because they, they managed to get out of that zone one and two v- much quicker through the passing. Um, in terms of spreading the play, speed was everything, and I think that's what Parker's got to look at. It's, it can't be you can't have Rodak knocking it out to a doy, and then you know is enough time for your left wing at the close back to knock it back to the keeper to knock it to the left. It's great in a chess match, but if you're going to do it, you've got to do it quickly. Um, I, and I think um, the tactic is right, the execution. Is off. It has to be quicker, and I think I need to see more of Kearney in Zone Two. He needs to be able to pick the ball up from from Adoy or from Brian early. Open up and go, and he doesn't do enough of that for me.
2: Okay, Max. Giannis thinks the tactic is right. It's just not quick enough. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think
3: that's that's the the quickness is is what it's all about, right? As as we said on the podcast before, it's funny because. This is a new issue. It's been same all season. The whole point of moving the ball, as I mentioned, is to get the other team's defense out of yeah. their block. Right? It's very right. easy to sit and watch people pass up. Adoy, Tareen, to Hector, to Brian. That's, that's all it is. It's across the back four. And as sentiment fields for the other team, and you're sitting in your block, you shift, you shift, you shift, but it's not happening quickly so it doesn't bother you. The reason you switch the play quickly is that you get the other team out of shape. But if it's happening so slowly, the shape's intact. This isn't rocket science. I mean, I, I no. play football. Yanis coaches football, but we're not Pep Guardiola. I mean, any any fan can see this. Um, so yeah, you know, you're right. If you play, and I was I was over there during the festive period. and, Oh my god, that was at its worst. I think if you remember the Luton match when Moss was because of yes. that messing around at the back, Moss lost the been scored, and then in the, uh, the Stoke and the Reading matches, the amounts of passes from. Uh, Ream Tomasin over and over and over again. Yep. That was the most common link up. That's I, I haven't seen the stats in terms of the most common combination, but I wouldn't be surprised with center back to center back. So you're right. The speed is a big issue.
2: Yeah.
3: However, I think Mitchell has a point that Parker ball itself in terms of the that wide crossing, you can be as fast as you want, but I still think that simple play put out wide, put it back in. That isn't good enough either. We need more. And this is what, as you mentioned, very good. Canary. Kearney needs, needs to be involved. Harrison Green, totally he was better, but you need to have the combinations, right? That's yeah. what we saw in y- Yukanovich. I don't want to bring up Slavisa too much because you know, don't want to dwell on your ex, right? But <laughs> he he,
1: <laughs> he he
3: did what he was doing. I mean he he was excellent in terms of making us play with combinations and, and play moving right. in the center of the pitch.
2: But is that really also the crux of the problem, Giannis? And I'm glad that we keep going back to Kearney, but it's more than just Kearney. It's that midfield three. It's how they're playing together. Now, if you're going to have Harrison Reed play deep, and then you have Kearney and, say, Bobby Decadova Reed, can they play together? Is that also part of the problem, that he can't get the combination right in the midfield three? Whereas we we knew how the midfield three were going to play under Savisa. He's used so many different combinations of the three. Is part of the problem... That the other two say it's Harrison Reed. Let's go with Harrison Reed. Say it's him yeah. and the other two. Yeah. Do they know yeah. how to play together? Because I think that's also part of the problem. Like you said, maybe that's also why it's disjointed because they're not on the same page.
1: Or, or is it maybe, or is it maybe that Scotty doesn't trust some of his players? Potential that, that. Yeah, I yeah, um, that is, you know, I. And I'm going to go back to the Roy Keane thing. If you, if you, um, uh, you've got to when you. I mean, this is stuff we don't see, but when you're in a, in a team, it's infuriating when people don't do their jobs, right? Uh, because you feel like you're again. You go back to De Gea. If you've run your your you know what's off for 45 minutes, and you've had one shot and you fluffed it, and and you know what was it? Um, oh. Um, Solskjaer said it in the game while well, the ball, you know, ball was moving, and as Roy Keane said, "Well, if you kick the ball, it'll move." Right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, good old, I mean, Roy Keane, he's just brilliant for the one-liners. And that was just—I uh, was rolling on right. the floor that one. But um, I'm wondering, you know, and I will—I will cheerfully admit this: there have been players that I've coached over many years, and they're in situations I don't trust them. And um, I, you know, do we know if Scotty has gone up to Tony Khan and said, you know, let's not talk about this year. We're going to do what we're going to do, but for next year, if we're here in the championship, these little clowns can't be here. Now he's committed to a couple of the players already. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Is that are they Scotty choices or are they Tony Khan choices? Well, see, that's
2: that's a different argument, Giannis, because yeah. again, this this goes back to does he have the players? I'm talking about Scott Parker, to play the way he wants to play. Are the players, again, were these his players? Were they the, a combination of the players that Con wanted, but Parker was on board too? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. All I know is that these players aren't playing to their capability, us. And
1: well, yeah. and it goes yeah, back yeah. to
2: to what you and I talk about all the time. And you, you said this from Kearney. And I could say that from Knockhart. I can't believe I'm going to bring up Belichick again, but do your job. Just yes. do your job, whatever job. your job good. is. Max is laughing.
3: I mean, He's I'm good. keeping a counter. Right. I, I have a bet that, the Belichick count if a certain number, we do a big payout. So just keep it up, guys.
1: But okay. it is. I think. I think. I think. It's, I think. I think Russ, you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. You do. You, you do. You got. You. You do your job. And you don't make you don't make excuses you, for it. You again, don't try to do
2: other people's no, jobs. You do your job.
1: Your job. If you again going back to Robbo, Robbo in the eighties. I mean, you know, up front he had Gordon, he had Ivor, and he had Dean Coney. Dean Coney was your target man. Yeah. Okay, so the cross is coming from left and right. Okay, he was going to win it, but who was buzzing? Who was buzzing around that area as a support man? Ivor was always there. Ivor was always there. If if, if Dean's come up for the cross and he uh, keep us fluffed, a centre-back fluffed who's there, it's, it's Ivor because right. of his mobility and reading of the game. And what it looks like right now is we're relying on Mitro, and because he doesn't get it quite right, and then you get these ridiculous comments, of oh, he's, put, he's been eating too many burgers and what have you. Well, well, you know what? If you go to a really good restaurant, you expect good service. You don't go into, you don't go into the, a, a Parisian restaurant and then get served a Big Mac because that's not what you pay for. And you want proper service, and he doesn't get it. To me, he no, doesn't I get totally it. I totally agree. And the wide players don't do the job. And Kearney don't get me. I, okay, you know, bless him and, and all that sort of stuff. But as a midfielder, I go back to someone like Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy was the master of simple. Absolutely. And that's all. And you know what? Can you imagine him now? Put him in this midfield right now with Harrison Reed for a second, and he'll get the ball, and he's going to go. Okay, my options are left to or right. Or I'm going to find the striker because I know Mitro is a moose. I'm going to find the strike. He's going to hold it off. Now we've got the wingers pushing up, and we've got Bobby coming behind me. You know to feed off to go left, right, and now you're creating channels, and now we're right. scrambling. Simple, simple passes, and yet, um, Kearney, to me is not a great ball winner. And Kearney, I don't, I think, t- takes often too many touches on the ball, and he has to be smarter as a player. But by extension, you have players on the bench who could. Technically, do the job. Mac, for a start, can forget his pace, the ball travels quicker than the man, yeah. and even Steph Joe knows how to pass a ball. But you brought Harry on, and you've, you've, you've discombobulated the whole bloody thing. And now people say, We can't bloody all we'll score goals, and, and Mitro's overweight. And well, players have to do their job. Players have to, <laughs> I agree. And, and to me, next Saturday, I, I, I wouldn't start knockout, I wouldn't start Caballero. I mean, I, if Boo Boo's available, you've got. You've got You've got Decadova, Reed, and you've got Mitro, and you've got Boo Boo, and I think you can play with that. um, And because you know you're going to get the work because there's nothing pisses fans off more, whoever you support them, players that that don't pull their weight. That's right. Don't work hard enough. And, And and me, I don't like great gravy. Players are great, but you need meat and potatoes. And the wingers are there to be the meat and potatoes, and they're not, they think they're good gravy players. I don't want one spectacular goal every five weeks. That's one goal. I'd rather have five tappings.
2: I totally agree, Giannis. And that's what's been very disappointing from both Cavallero and Nockhart. Now, Cavallero came off the bench, but Nockhart, I, ex- I expected the championship player of the season from a few seasons ago. We haven't seen that. I'm sorry, we have not seen that. No, and no. Emilio brought up a good point. You had a defensive type of manager when he was at, at Brighton. You did. And Chris Houghton but he got the most out of Nockhart. And Nockhart played at a higher level. Why is he not playing at such a high level? And maybe it comes down to like like we're talking about, maybe a combination of style of play, but also maybe he's too selfish, Giannis. Maybe he's too much one on one instead of being a team player. And Maybe that, that's another part of why it's all disjointed. Anyways, let's let's move yes. this along. And, again, at the half, as I mentioned, I thought Fulham played decent. I, I think you guys both agreed in the first half. Second half, a little bit different, especially at, at the end. I, I thought Fulham had some opportunities in the second half, guys. So let's go to him. Let's start with the situation, Max. I'll give you the honors. In the 54th minute, Mitro's offside. The ball's in the net this to me, again, I've seen the replay of it and I've heard some commentary that he didn't need to be offside and I've looked at it and uh, that could be a hundred percent right. Honestly, if I looked at it, he just was offside. If you just waited and uh, it would have been a goal. What are your thoughts about this missed opportunity from Metro in the 54th
3: minute? Yeah, it's tough. Cause you know, everyone's celebrating. You thought it was the first go back. Yeah, um, I was, then, I was then, excited. Yeah. It's, it's yep. the worst feeling. Uh, Deco Deva Reed, again, I think he did excellently to leave the ball. It's a really nice dummy for Mitra, but it wasn't even close. As you mentioned, he strayed a couple, couple yards offside, and there's no need for it 100% right. If, if that also goes differently, it's, it's a different match. But again, that was some more creative play. That wasn't just a simple cross into the box. But again, that was, that was so few and far between in the match. So you're right, he probably didn't need to be that far offside. But again, I think credit to Deco Deva Reed for leaving the ball and having a nice run, which kind of gave Mitra the space.
2: Yep. Very good. All right, and that's going to then lead to an, another opportunity for Mitro off of a corner. Mitro's header is saved. And then, Giannis, I'm going to give you the honor. We've already talked about this. Mitro's uh, header denied by the goalkeeper in the 65th minute, and this was yeah. actually a very good cross for all the criticism that Joe Bryan gets defensively. This was a really good cross by him. And uh, I've also heard commentary if if he goes left, goes right, if he doesn't go straight, this is a goal. But it's still, you know, like you said, this is a goal a goalkeeper should make. But this was a, another great opportunity for Fulham, or good opportunity.
1: Yeah, it was, and I think it um, it shows that. Um, and I'll put this. And I'm not going to criticize Mitro. Mitra, Mitra's not game ready. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not match match right. fit. I think. I think if he's match match fit, that goes in. And that's and you know it's going to take some players a game. I know there's only nine games, but look at the uniqueness of this. If this was a preseason, they'd be doing all their trading stuff. They'd have at least three, four, possibly five preseason games. One of them in Austria in front of four sheep and a donkey, Um, and uh, and they'd have games. But I don't. They've not had that, and I think – and some players, it takes time. It does take time to work. The public seem to think that, oh, you know, they've been off for three months, but I'm sure they've been running. This should be easy to get to match fitness. No, it's not. The running on uh, Motspur Park is one thing, but the actual game fitness takes time. It it does, and I know they don't have a lot of time to do that. um, Don't get me wrong. But depending on body shapes and depending – you know, it could be metabolism, whatever it is – some people, some players, will come back and it's like they've not missed a beat. And then for some, it'll take a game or two or three to get back into any sort of sharpness. Um, it's you know, it, it's, it 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 often depends on the player. I think that it was a Ryan made a, a decent save there, but for me, um, Mitro might be a week or two away from you know getting that sharpness back. And look, um, these players are proud. And, and they no player ever wants to lose, and they're sure. part of the team, and they'll all have been upset on Saturday night. Don't you know? Don't fans think? Oh, yeah, they you know they get taken back from to their little Maseratis, and they go home and have some sherry and what have you. No, because you know players um, players hate to lose. Players um, get upset. They get disappointed. They you know they 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 don't feel right until the next game until they've had a win. Um, sometimes the players are like managers because for managers, m- managing is a very, very lonely job, and players sometimes react to, to that as well. So you know, I'm sure there are a lot of play- the players are chomping at the bit. They're disappointed. I'm sure like, the Leeds supporters, Leeds players, are disappointed, and they're going to want to put one over on Saturday, ironically against Leeds, and then we could find Brentford lose to West Brom. So. You know, it'll take a little bit of time, but uh, but the fans have to be patient here. These are unique times. This is the first time this has ever happened. Yeah. Um, and again, I think it's really tough on the. uh, Again, I think it's really tough on the players. And uh, going back to my original premise at the start of the show, I either really think that you could have made a case for the top three to go up, or you could have made a case to make the season null and void, because in light of them, this is such a unique situation. And I think it's really hard on the players because. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't.
2: Okay. And that's fair, Yanis. Very fair for you to say that. All right. Let's move on and uh, let's talk about an opportunity from Watkins, Ollie Watkins, in the 70th minute. Then you had Cavalero come on in the 71st minute. 75th minute, there's an opportunity from Baptiste that's saved by Merrick Rodak. And the 78th minute, you have an opportunity from the Silva that goes over. And then you have – What happened to Harrison Reed in the 80th minute? He comes off, and as we're talking about it, anyone that watched this will see him limping off. This, to me, was an injury reason the way this was not tactical at all, I believe. I think this was injury-related. So Harrison Reed comes off, Archer comes on, and as we're talking about I think this changes the match negatively for full. And then in the 81st minute, you have the Metro header. And, guys, unfortunately now we're going to talk about the end of the match, and this is hard because it could have gone either way. I, at that point, I would have thought that a, a draw was fair. A draw was fair, honestly. And But then you, again, we have to go, Max, I'll, I'll go to you and get your thoughts on the first goal from Brentford. And I kept looking for a flag to go up, but no, there's no flag. Ben Ramos scores, and uh, their substitution had something to do with this. Uh, definitely had something to do with it. So your thoughts on the goal, the match winner for Brentford.
3: Yeah. You know, I've watched this back too many times. Uh, I'd like to admit, cause it just doesn't make any sense. To me. I still cannot work my head around what was going on with positioning. Yep. Tim Ream was playing left back. Joe mm-hmm. Brown is playing left, left center, center of defense. You had knock tracking back, then losing his man. You had Harry Arter stepping up into nobody and, all it took was a simple overlap. No, no one marked up. Why is Reem in, in, in the left-back position doing nothing, so slow? He's, he should never be there. Why is Brian in, in the center of the box? But he's not even marking anybody. And then the ball comes in, Hector gets beat, and Adoy gets beat. Very, very simple defending. Terrible error. It's oh, too many goals. I mean, that's just a terrible, terrible goal to give up. Every single player in that back four yep. should be disappointed. Because he... It wasn't necessarily switched off for a second, you know? It's just a lack of positioning and then a lack of awareness. Uh, Brian is the biggest culprit for me because I don't know why he's not actually in his position. But once he's covering for Reem, you at least get a player. He just stood. He defended space. One thing, you know, Coach always tells you, never mark space. There's no point standing around. You find someone to mark. And then Adoya and Hector. And I don't want to let Hector get off because it was Adoya's man who scored, let's be clear. But Hector's man also nearly got on the end of it too. So... And if I really want to be critical, and I will be because I'm annoyed, Rodak, maybe you come out there and you claim the ball. Maybe you actually command your six-yard backs. But, you know, there's a lot of blame to go around, it's all I'm going to say.
2: Okay, excellent. All right, Giannis, and uh, former down 1-0 and not much time left in this match to get the equalizer. The, the goal comes in the 88th minute. And then... They get the kick in the teeth, Fulham do, yep. in the 90th minute. And let's talk about this because, again, uh, I could see it coming. And uh, I guess 1-0, 2-0, does not matter? You're going to lose. But thoughts on the second goal from Brentford?
1: Oh, that was a very good counter-attacking goal. I, I mean, they, 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 they caught us absolutely square. We've committed bodies forward. Um, you know, Craven Goddard isn't the biggest pitch. And um, Marcondas finished it with plum. It, it was a good goal. I mean, and, and to be fair, you've just conceded a goal. You've got to go and try. You're chasing the game and, you know, the, you know, the risk, you're high risk, high reward. And uh, we've not created a chance out of it and they've just gone up the other field and Marcondas has finished it off of them. I mean, it's um, it's a shame, really, because it's 87, 87 minutes of, of yeah. effort. Really sort of, you know, um, just sort of, uh, you know, destroyed by what was a, a, a you know, Max's sort of intimate. It was a daft goal. And actually, something I thought about yesterday, just talking about the centre-backs for a second, I mean, Ream was on the left and Brian's in the middle. No, no one knows what's going on there. But but, um, Laguna Levy, a little bit of criticism at Hector, um, and, and not so much for the goal, I thought it was, his ball distribution on Saturday was was poor, and yeah. uh, it doesn't it, it doesn't help us when he's spraying balls all over the place like he's trying to kill, kill a bog on a wall. Um, it, you know, you've got to have some you got to have some calm there, and I don't think um, I don't think there was enough there. He he needed to, I I actually think he needed to be better on Saturday, not for the most difficult reasons. You okay. know, here's a thought: You're a centre back find your center central midfielders, get the ball to their feet. So they can create, and there was not enough of that. Too much of the spraying the ball around, for my liking. But I really can't complain about that second goal. I mean, you—if yeah. we'd scored, if we'd equalised, we'd be cock a hoop about it. But they, it was a your cl- counter, um, your classic counter attack from a set piece, and they did it with devastating effect. And we weren't quick enough to recover. Um, we just weren't quick enough, <laughs> and that was the end of that. And so two nothing flattered them. Yeah. They know. Um, and, uh, you know, I we didn't have to drive on the end and fall back to that horrible town. Um, <laughs> let's call it the way it is. But having okay. said that, I mean, you know, it's you learn more in defeat. So yeah. uh, I bet Scot- Scotty, I think, um, will, at Motspur Park today, he would have been very concerned um, with the goal and the lack of chances. And the lack of movement, and the lack of intelligent play, and combinations, and movement off the ball, and shape—there's a bunch of yep. things he's going to look at on the game tape. So, I think that's good news because that means that—that that means there are things to work on, and okay. uh, and I think that'll that bodes well for 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 when we play the weeds. Okay, excellent,
2: guys. Uh, I was actually going to bring up something that I brought up in full time for just just for time's sake. Uh, I'll just share my opinion real quick on this that. Uh, Fulham were going to make a double substitution, bringing on Stefan Johansson and uh, Steven Sessnion. And it looked more of a defensive substitution. than, of course they scored the goal. And whereas you look at Brentford, they went for it. They got, they went offensive and Fulham went more defensive. were looking like they were trying to get the point. Whereas Brentford were going for the win. I, I think that also got me too. it's there's an opportunity for three points. I, but It actually goes back to something that David Perry said, guys. How do we have enough attacking options? And and that's
1: something to think about as well on the bench. Had mindset as well, Russ. I mean, it's uh, Thomas Frank is is it is it's it's a different mindset. Yeah, Yeah, it's a different mindset, and he's um, he
2: he has an aggressive mindset, and you have Scott Parker who has more of a conservative mindset when it comes to football.
1: Which is interesting because he's at the start of his coaching career. I mean, he was a holding central midfielder, you know, and a a very good one at that. But at the start, I mean, the start of your coaching career, you tend to be a little bit more, you know, loosey goosey um, because you're younger and you know, no better. Whereas as you get older, you know, we loved Roy Hodgson ball. You know, we loved the the way he coached, but Roy was an old school coach and still is a pallet. They're not the most exciting team to watch, but it's, Everything is about function, function, function. Yeah. And Scotty, one of the things that, you know, at the end of the season, maybe he will, I'm assuming that he's got a, a mentor and he's got a critical coaching friend that says, okay, well, you know, take a look at, you know, self-reflect on what the season you've had. Yeah. And maybe the friend turns and say, well, I think this is some stuff that you could do. And I, you know, you look at, you only just have to look at, you know, Jose Mourinho. I mean, Mourinho's was, Bob, was Bobby Robson. You know, he served under him. Yeah, but they stayed close up until his death, where he, um, you know, he helped. To, he was a huge part of that, and I think every top coach has that. And I hope that whoever it is for um, Scotty will help him in terms of just being a little bit more expansive, a little yeah. bit more. risky. Um, and he's a young coach, but remember, you know, you're hired to be fired, and maybe part of that is because he's he's hesitant because he, you know, if it's a good, he's got a good job and he's a good, really good club. Um, what happens if he loses his job? Does he end up somewhere like, um, I don't know, you know, Mansfield Town? I don't want to offend any Mansfield. I, w- I was going to no. say Wigan, to be honest with you. Um, oh, God, Wigan! Oh, <laughs> Wigan. <laughs> no, how about, yeah, Reading. Oh, Redding. Oh, Reading. <laughs> okay, but, you know. good.
2: Yeah, no, listen, <laughs> good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. Before we go, I, I just want to get your man of the match. I think it's
1: Harrison Reed.
2: Giannis, do you agree with me?
1: Oh, God, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he was superb. He, he really was. Um, I'd have given, I'd have given it to, to Billy the Badger, but I didn't see him around. Was he there? Yes, <laughs> I was uh, just, just about kidding. to
3: say that. I'm, I kid you not, I was just so going to let's make a Billy the Badger. Badger. Let's make a Billy the Badger I did, joke.
1: I it. didn't see, I, I didn't see, I didn't see Billy there. Um, oh, no, he's,
3: he's got COVID. Actually, the Badger. Yeah, Badgers can contract it. Very sad.
1: Did you? Yeah. Did you hear about the um, jokes aside? Did you hear that? The, um, I'm not joking. The, pal- the Palace mascot passed away on Saturday. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, a heart Eddie, attack. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, yeah, Eddie the Eagle, yeah. yeah. He had a heart wow. attack. I didn't know Eagles. could oh, No, 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 mind. Um, uh, but, th- but yeah, he had a heart okay. attack.
3: That's the issue yeah. with the real
1: mascot, you know? Wow. Yeah, it was a real... Yeah, I mean, let's say Billy's uh, Billy's good. We need his electric boogaloos back and quick.
2: Okay. We really do. Uh, Max, Harrison Reed. Harrison Reed, yeah, I thought he was excellent.
3: Um, Pitbull of a player, love him. Okay. I yeah, Okay,
1: okay.
2: fantastic. Great stuff, guys. Listen, I hope the two of you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it watching, please let us know because uh, we'd like to do this more often. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, so please feel free to leave your thoughts in the comments section if you enjoyed the uh, video. And then, of course, this is going to be a podcast to the people that are looking for a podcast. We'll be making this a podcast on Tuesday. We recorded this on Monday, so just be patient with me. But um, I just thought we would do this as a video. And I want to thank people for uh, commenting. David Perry and Mitchell Williams, thank you for your comments. But, guys, let's wrap this up. For Giannis Cheneas and Max Cohen, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. For Fulham fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a match with live commentary, goal alerts, lineups, in-game stats, and TV and radio links for over 100 leagues globally. Download the free C O Y White's app now from the App Store and Google Play. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are round. You've got your McDougall share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.